0: Today's Coffee Connection is another musical episode. I chatted with Martina Barta, a current deity scholarship recipient and jazz singer. My name is Hani Geist, welcome to Coffee Connections. Martina is originally from the Czech Republic and is now at the Manhattan School of Music, where she pursues a master's degree. We talked about her career path, her impressions of New York, and her goals as an artist. She shares three of her recent pieces that show her talent as a singer. Have a listen.
1: I can still remember That warm September And the bright blue sky Then the house in the hills Lay the garden there for tears. In our dreams we could fly Watching the sun falling down, lying free on the ground, with the stars in our eyes. All the days filled with joy.
2: Hi, my name is Martina Barta, and I'm a jazz singer, and uh, I've been studying at Manhattan School of Music in a master program in jazz arts, and yeah, I'm happy to being invited by,
3: by you, uh, honey uh, to, this, uh, to this podcast. And you are a DAD scholarship recipient. This is how we got connected, because you received a scholarship.
2: Yeah that's right and I'm really very very grateful for this scholarship because uh, without this scholarship I wouldn't be able to t- to start with this study which was actually my
3: my dream for years so I'm really very thankful for that and I'm and so we just heard a song why don't you tell me a little bit more about that
2: Yeah so the uh, this song uh, which you heard a couple minutes ago, uh, I recorded with my sister, Kristina, uh, Kristina Barta, who is also a jazz musician. She's a wonderful jazz piano player and composer. And we composed this song together, um, I would say, like maybe one year ago. And uh, and we recorded uh, this song uh, in a recording studio in Czech Republic, not far from Prague, from my uh, home home. Uh, um, home place and uh yeah and this is uh, actually a song from the second av- album of my sister uh which uh, was recon- recorded for um uh, Austrian jazz uh, re- uh, jazz label um Alessa records so and the, and the song is entitled uh, those nice memories
3: And you just mentioned hometown, Prague. So you're not originally from Germany. Tell me a little bit more about that. Where are you originally from? How did you get to Germany and now to the U.S.? I was born in Prague and
2: I grew up in the north of the Czech Republic because uh, my father was a winemaker. So the first six years of my life, I spent outside of Prague and I really enjoyed that. And then when I was six years old, I moved with my sister and my mother to Prague because my mother wanted me and my sister to have a good education. So that was the main reason why we did that. After I did my final exam at music college in Prague, I started with medical studies, but I I I didn't want to continue with the studies and I, dis, I decided to continue with my musical studies. So I couldn't find any study program focusing on jazz music in czech republic so i and i was quite good in german language so that's was maybe why i decided to move to germany and i found this wonderful university university der Künste in berlin jazz Institute of berlin and that's why i moved at the age of 21 to berlin
3: jazz is a very u.s style of music but why did you decide to go to new york
2: you know uh A lot of people ask me why I decided, uh, like, okay, I'm not the youngest one compared with uh, my peers. Mm. As I told you, it was for a longer time my big dream because, you know, the music, the the music which I do, jazz music has its roots in, in America. So the best place, like in my opinion, the best place to really study the roots of this music and the history and come in contact with the best musicians in this music genre the best place is New York. So that was one of the reasons why I decided for the university where I'm studying uh, in these days, Manhattan School of Music. Second reason was because my former professor, David Friedman, with whom I studied at Jess Institute Berlin, he recommended to me this university. And I had also a couple of friends who studied with me in Berlin and they also did their master degrees here at MSN. So... These were all the reasons why I decided for this university and and I made this decision to move
3: to New York. What do you study when you are a yeah, student so, in a master's program like that?
2: Yeah, uh, so I'm in uh, graduate studies. Uh, I'm doing my uh, master in jazz arts and my main subject is actually jazz voice and I'm studying with uh, Professor Theo Blackman. So my main focus is on
3: jazz arts, jazz voice. And is your goal then for an academic career or is it more you would like to get better through that graduate program, but then really continue to make music and and be an artist?
2: You know, I've been making music for quite a long time and I've been performing for for quite a lot of years, and I really enjoyed uh, being a professional artist, like performer, solo performer. But I could imagine after I, I do my master's degree to maybe in the future apply for a job at some music university in Europe, because uh, it's it's quite interesting because uh, I could never imagine myself in the role as a music educator or music teacher, hmm. but through COVID which actually completely destroyed all my plans mm. in my music career and all the concerts and performances were stopped, I came to this art of like another, uh, show me another way. How can I use my musical skills? So I started to teach in Berlin due, during mm-hmm. COVID. And I can tell you, I really enjoy that. I enjoy that working with young people and not only young people, but working with people who are interested in new, uh, in music and I was happy for that that I can share with them my skills. So I could really imagine after after um, finishing my studies to maybe someday apply for a job as a music professor at some university. But I would never quit my solo performances and because it's a part of my life and I, I really love it. So I would love to find some way where I could combine both of these. Professional
3: ways. You mentioned that with the pandemic, really, how was that for you and your peers and your dependent? I mean, you you shared some great recordings, and that's part of what you you do and how you can share. But I can imagine that live music is um, just a completely different way of sharing your music. And if you didn't have that, how was that for you?
2: In the very beginning, I think like for everyone, was it a Big shock because all the projects uh, projects which we plan, and sometimes you also plan concerts like one year, two years in advance. Mm-hmm. And I was so like, in the time, in spring 2020, I was looking forward for a concert which was planned with a wonderful Czech ensemble of Radek Baborak, And we had everything prepared. All the orange masks were mm-hmm. written. And maybe three weeks before the concert uh, was scheduled, it was canceled. And it was supposed mm-hmm. to be at Berlin Philharmonic which was also like another place where I was dreaming of someday like being able to perform there. So, you know, yeah, we just had to somehow deal with this unusual situation. And uh, I would say this time also brought another ways how artists can work. This idea of live stream concerts and also even teaching on Zoom and everything like being done on Zoom or in a virtual way, this uh, time brought like new techniques how to spread mm-hmm. art, even in this uh, in this unusual time. But I would say like one thing which I which I see, maybe not so in here in New York because here in New York I have the feeling that the people are still visiting culture events. All the concert houses are filled with people. All the clubs are full of people, but there is one danger like what i see in europe and is it in czech republic or in germany i would say some people got too used to being comfortable staying at home and okay i can, i can see this concert live stream mm-hmm. i can see mm-hmm. it uh, on my sofa at home so mm-hmm. a lot of people with whom i spoke and talked with who are organizers of concerts or also artists some of them are disappointed about the fact that some people the tickets are not sold so well mm-hmm. like before COVID. so I would be very happy if people just understand that art is a, is an important part of our lives, mm-hmm. and it's really important to
3: support this field. Mm-hmm. Speaking of performing, I have to ask you: you perform for the Czech Republic uh, in the European Song Contest. I would say a lot of Germans know what the European Song Contest is, but maybe you could talk a little bit about that and and what you did there.
2: Yeah, so I was um, in May two thousand seventeen. I represented my home country, the Czech Republic, at a Eurovision Song Contest. I would say it was like another life experience of mine uh, on my musical path, and I would say I, I learned a lot through this because uh, it was maybe the biggest thing which I which I did. Me as a jazz artist and jazz musician, I don't make uh, very commercial music, so for me this. Part of project was quite huge like being in interests of uh, another people from i don't know pr from all around the world and i felt really this time was for me quite stressful Mm -hmm. because i spent maybe like four or five months with the czech delegation and we traveled a lot it was really very interesting describe
3: for someone who's never heard of the eurovision song contest like what scale are uh, we talking about like how what is the whole eurovision song contest
2: you know like uh this contest has a very long tradition. I-, I can't tell you when was the first year of the Euro- Eurovision Song Contest, but quite a lot of artists became popular through this contest. For example, I don't know, ABBA or Celine Dion or Udo Jürgens. <laughs> and you know, like in the past, it was more often that each representant sang in his mother language, mm-hmm. which is quite sad in these days because a lot of singers and artists are performing in English it's a contest the singer who has like according to the jury and according to the voting of of the people who are watching the contests the singer who has like most beautiful or interesting song will just win this contest and yeah so this is what is it but we all
3: know it's it's also the makeup and like how sometimes how outrageous it is and just really different Yeah, you know like hey to be honest like some artists
2: are, are like you know, in my year, uh, 2017, I really fell in love with this Portuguese singer Salvador Sobral. And I, I said to people from the very beginning, hey, this, this guy is a winner because he had a wonderful song. He sang in his mother language and his performance was actually very simple. He didn't uh, do any crazy dancing performance with crazy costume and uh, staging. No, he was really like very natural. And not everyone liked this way, but Mm -hmm. in the end, in the history of this contest, he had really very high points and he won. And for me, it was a sign that sometimes it's really more important if you are singing a song or if you are performing and you are honest to your audience and what you sing or perform is really like, it's you as an artist. And now talking about my performance or my song, I really love the song, but I was under the contract. So I really had to do all the things which the people from the Czech delegation told me. Is it like costumes, staging, and some, not all the things, I wouldn't say I felt comfortable with all that. So in this way, I learned through this, this experience that if someone would ask me or invite me for some project, I will really think about that if I want to do that, if I feel comfortable
3: with that as an artist, Mm-hmm. And if it's really me as an artist. So now since we're talking about performance and also performance with someone else, uh, you also shared a song called Never Let Me Go. So we're going to yeah. listen to that here now. What can you tell us about the song? This song, it's another project of mine, which I have with now, I would say like with
2: my music music colleague and friend. And this is a person which I really I have a special relationship to, to this person. It's David Friedman, like one of the best jazz vibraphone players and wonderful composer and wonderful human being. And I met uh, David Friedman during my studies at uh, Jazz Institute Berlin. I would say 2019, 2019, I was organizing a concert uh, at Jazz Club h Frame in Berlin, where I'm performing quite often. And it's also my favorite venue for giving a concert. And I asked... David Friedman, if he would be interested in being my special guest of the concert. And after this concert, he asked me how would it be if we would start performing in duo, like only vibraphone and vocals. So we started to rehearse quite intense and we did a couple of recordings. And uh, since then we are playing together and I really enjoyed it very much because as I told you, I, I really appreciate, like I'm very also thankful for that having the opportunity to sing with such a wonderful musician as David Freeman is. And I'm also very thankful for our friendship.
1: Ego you
3: You're originally from the Czech Republic. You lived in Germany for quite a while. And now in the US, um, how do you feel in like this very multicultural universe? And then I would assume at the school, it's also quite international, right?
2: Yeah, it's very international. Also, the city is very international. But I would say like Berlin, you know, some people say like Berlin is New York of Europe. (laughs) In some (laughs) points, I would uh, agree with that. Mm -hmm. But to be honest, when I arrived in New York, I was a little bit shocked (laughs) (laughs) and uh it took a couple of weeks until i got used to some things which are like completely different compared with life in europe so
3: what are what are examples for someone listening here what maybe mm, the differences are
2: i would say the living
3: here in new york is quite stressful like the city Mm.
2: is full of full of people i'm here as a student but i can imagine like i have a great career here it costs a lot like you have to mm-hmm. work really hard so that you can have a good life in New York like this is what I see you know so and there are some things which I'm quite sad about and disappointed in. for example you know like I have I've never seen so many people without um like homeless people on the streets mm-hmm. this is what I've never seen in such an amount like here in New, New York mm-hmm here are so many people like compared with a uh, berlin like this it is really huge but still i was also a little, a little bit dip- disappointed about this like how dirty the streets are <laughs> and going by subway it's also like chapter four <laughs> like it's uh it's also quite uh, interesting but uh you know again i take it as a another life experience of mine i would say this uh study brings me a lot i'm I can t- uh, I can have classes with wonderful jazz musicians. I'm also trying to be active outside of university. I'm very thankful for the contact which I have with the Czech community here, and I'm trying to visit a lot of culture events, concerts. I've never thought that I would fall in love with opera. Like I'm. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, I, I, I also uh, that seems like a very friendship. different style of yeah. music. Yeah, but uh, but uh, I made some friendships with some soloists from Metropolitan Opera, so, so I'm like every weekend at Metropolitan Opera, which is in these days like uh, my little ritual. Like in the weekend, okay, I go to Met, Met, and I really uh, I enjoy these these moments because that's what I hear there. It's like you know musical quality on the highest level. Like in the beginning, I I felt really very homesick. I missed mm-hmm. Europe a lot. I missed a lot of things, but like um, what? Mm, you, maybe you will laugh. You know, like I'm a little bit like I love I, I love a cafe, like you know, like cafe, cafe culture. Or I, I love also good food. You have to look for your favorite places
3: here in New York, and, and this is what I'm trying to do in my free time. You mentioned the opera. What kind of other music do you listen to? If it's not jazz, do you have favorite artists?
2: Yeah, from, from the young generation, I really <laughs> like Lady Gaga. She's really a superstar because she can do so many things. You know, she was a wonderful composer. Mm-hmm. She's a wonderful singer. So I really adore her. I also love Adele. Adele is my, you know, like when I feel sad, I just put on. <laughs>
3: <album of> <laughs> Although you get it's more like, sad when you listen to it. Yeah, but you know, like,
2: hey, she's for me also like a wonderful singer. So yeah, I'm open for every kind of music. But for me, it's the most important thing that somehow I feel... I'm touched by the music. That The
3: music says something. So where do you see yourself in a few years or so?
2: You know, when I'm done with the studies here in New York and MSM, I would be very happy if I can focus only on my musical career and just take all the things which I learned during this time here in New York. I just want to really... Take all the things which I learned here and use it on my next step on my musical path. Doing music in Europe and really focusing 100% only on making music. And, and then maybe I can imagine in some years later to start teaching
3: at some musical university or academy. The last song that you shared with me is called What a Wonderful World. And this is a song that probably a lot of people will know. What can you tell me about this version of the song?
2: You know, this version was recorded in the deepest lockdown. So Mm -hmm. we did it, like, I recorded my part in Berlin. And my sister and the Czech horn player, like, one of the best, he was actually a former horn player from uh, Berlin Philharmonics, had a... Baburak, it's his name. So they recorded their parts in Prague, and then I did a mix uh, in a recording studio in Berlin. So it was like you know, it it was a very nice cooperation, and it was special in that way that we couldn't work together in one mm-hmm. at one place because yeah, we couldn't travel. It was really quite yeah, the time was quite depressing, and uh, and I just I just like this this song, this ballad, and yeah. I decided to make some cooperation, so this is what, what we did in April 2020. I see trees that are
1: green, red roses too, I see them blue for me and for you. And I think to myself What a wonderful world The colors of the rainbow So pretty in the sky Are also on the faces Of people strolling by I see how do you do they really say I love you I hear see tree
0: my coffee connection with martina Barta. i hope you enjoyed the conversation and the music as much as i did in the show notes i added the relevant links to where you can find martina's music all content is created and edited by me honey geist if you would like to get in touch send an email to geist at deity.de. thanks for listening i'll catch you at the next coffee break